Hello and welcome to I'm Not Doing This Without Alcohol. My name is Denise Ferguson from Fine Surveys and today I am here with Laura Barron. Hello Laura, how are you? Hi, I'm very well, thanks. How are you, Denise? Yeah, I'm good, thank you. So you've already let me down with the alcohol. Know, what are you drinking today? Um, Vimto Remix. It's a bit boring. Vimto Remix. <laughs> Never tried it, to be honest. Oh, but yeah. I'm, I'm on the Malbec, so I'll, um, I'll do one for oh. the team. Yeah, definitely. Oh, I love red wine. It's my favourite. Oh, yeah. Do you know what? I'm a recent convert. I think I've only been drinking it for about two years, but I'm a firm fan now. Same. Yeah, I used to like white, but I much prefer red now. Um, yeah, I can't drink white wine anymore. <laughs> Me neither. It's no. horrible, isn't it? But yeah. a nice glass of red, you can't beat it really. It's nice. Exactly. So what's your business called and what do you do? Um, so my business is called um, Forget Me Not and I upcycle um, factory second clothing into like new bespoke outfits. Um, came about the idea because I wanted to help like the environment um, reduce landfill, um, save people money because obviously during the lockdown and everything I appreciate money's tight and so yeah just wanted to do something a bit different um, and then part of like my business I give um a percentage of my sales to St. Catherine's Hospice who looked after my mum because unfortunately my mum died last year from oh, cancer. Wow. Yeah, so it's like it's new. I've only been doing my business for about five months. Um I set it oh, up. Oh, so you're a lockdown baby. Yeah, so I set up a community group in June to sort of help um like-minded women sort of come together, network, just try and um, get the positivity flowing and all of that to help people with mental health issues as well and then I set up my page well my shop on Facebook on the 6th of July so it's relatively new but um, yeah I just wanted to do something give something back to the environment and help charities as well that sounds um, amazing have you always been into fashion or have you been a seamstress what got you thinking about this well I've always been into fashion I've always like been into clothes and you know putting outfits together but then um sort of a few years ago when my grandma first passed away I got into crafts and then I sort of taught myself how to sew and uh, through YouTube and then one day I was in the in the shop and I thought oh I'd like that outfit but not the way it looks right now so I, I ended up making um what was it I made a top out of a dress and um yeah I thought oh I, I quite like recreating something so it just sort of snowed snowball from there really um but I've always had sort of like a flair for crafty things and creating um but yeah so I thought I'd try and merge the two together really and see see how it goes so is this a side project or is this your full-time um, business now at the moment it's a side project because I work as well I work in recruitment full-time but I'm hoping one day to have my upcycling business as a full-time job I, but at the moment, I'm just trying to, like, get my name out there, build the group, build a network of like-minded people and and just see where it takes me, really. But it's all new. It was just basically something to do in lockdown to occupy my time, you know, keep me busy and while I was on furlough. But now I'm back at work, so it's juggling the two is a bit bit tough, but I, I enjoy it. How did you get the contacts with the factories to get the factory second? Um, I literally just buy them from, have you ever heard of, like, the shop, you know, like, Steel's? Um, like basically it's um, a department kind of shop that sells like all clothes at reduced rates um, so it's like they uh, they buy like dresses and things that would normally go in like top shop and places like that but if they're um, made in the factories with a slight fault they're, they're yeah. deemed unsellable so 
so steals. They usually sell them at like five pounds per item. So I just buy them from there in a job lot. And then like, sorry, I keep getting a lit from my phone. Um, and then I just buy them from there and then tweet them to however I like really. It's quite, it's um, a new thing at the moment. Um, so I'm not, I'm just trialing different things of where I get my stock from. But as it grows, I'm hoping to build my contacts and, you know, take it from there really. Yeah, no, it definitely sounds like something that if you cut out the middleman and went straight to the factory and got the second from them. Yeah. But I suppose they're in bigger lots that you can't contain at the moment. But if they are, yeah. Yeah, if you if you had a team with you and were, were doing, I mean, I, I, I can see that being incredible. Oh, thank you. It's like no, I love the idea. Yeah, I, I really like the idea as well. I feel like it's a bit of a bedroom business at the moment because I'm working full time and I've had this idea from since about February. I've wanted to like do something that's environmentally friendly, you know, just a bit different, a bit of a conscious, socially conscious business that's cares about. Well, we, we've interviewed quite a few people who are fashion brands, but they're environmentally friendly fashion, fashion brands. Oh, okay. and, but the, but they're you know they they did completely you know new um designs and everything you yeah. know environmentally friendly fabrics blah 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 all of that never yeah. have I heard anyone doing the type of thing that you do I think that's very unique and I think you should you know run with it oh brilliant yeah thank you I wasn't sure if it would work but I thought well there's not really many people doing that kind of thing at the moment so I thought everyone likes to do the bit and help you know the environment save some money give something back to charity so I thought it's a win-win it's just obviously taking the time to build the idea really well for me I'm not a fan of I'm not a fan of doing anything that anyone else does but I'm definitely not a fan of wearing the same sort of clothes that everyone does exactly so the thought of having something bespoke but that would have been in landfill so you know you've kind of it's it's not um it's not a huge price item in terms of it could have been in Topshop or you know one of the kind of high street brands it's not you know highly expensive materials but it wouldn't it's not in landfill anymore and it's you've got something that's unique to you I think that's an amazing idea yeah and the clothes are by it's not like they're from a charity shop they've never been worn it's just that they are kind of deemed not really um you know like perfect enough to sell in your standard shops but it can literally be like if you've got buttons down the front and the buttons don't match, it's as simple as that. And then I just make the alterations and tweak them. I might take the buttons off, put something completely new on, you know, so it's completely different that nobody else will have. And I'm, I'm stuck in sizes 6 to 32, so hopefully there'll be something oh. to fit everyone, you know, not just like your smaller sizes or... So I'm Do trying you to... take bespoke orders then? So, ha- like, tell me tell me your system. How, how are you doing this? I've literally just started out so I've kind of not really made any sales at all apart from like sold a couple of bits but really I've just got it all on my Facebook page I've got so much stock I still need to upload on there it's just literally juggling it with my full-time job at the moment so taking the images I've literally just invested in some studio lighting that I'm trying to photograph my stock at the weekend so it literally is as brand spankingly new as a business idea as you can get at the moment just trying to fit it in with home life and you know everything else but it's exciting I enjoy it but it's taking the time so I'm literally just doing it on a Facebook page like a shop on Facebook and um, through my group as well which is called forget me not um, creating something beautiful while helping the earth and it's like a group I think from 
um, when I first launched it in June, it's gone from zero to like nearly 400 members already. So um, yeah, it's good, but it's kind of just getting the the brand awareness, I suppose, and getting people to know and look at my um, my shop. So I'll help you with that when we get off of this um, call oh, anyway, but yeah. <laughs> I've been doing it for a really, really long time. Yeah. <laughs> um, but t- so tell me more about you then you've already said that your mum died last year was that the kind of inspiration to do something more for yourself or is this uh, always been an aspiration no it really came about like obviously my mum passed away but um more so um I've suffered with anxiety and mental health my whole adult life and I found that like a creative outlet like upcycling or sewing or whatever it is you really focus on it's um, scientifically proven to uh, improve your mental health and for me that's really been a lifeline for me because after losing my grandma and my mom both of them I was really close to um it's kind of like really given me that um drive to do something else and then I thought well I want to do something in memory of them because they were both really strong women it taught me like everything I know you know to be strong and work hard and everything like that so I wanted to one create a legacy for the for my mom and my grandma but also just um to really uh yeah improve my mental health really so I found that's really helped me yeah no I um my mum's massively into sewing and stuff I I quite liked it when I was younger but it's not something that I do maybe I'll do it when I'm older I've not you know don't really have those sorts of but for me I I like exercising I like running that's my thing for me as well Yeah. yeah that's definitely my thing for mental health and I also if I'm having those so I at the minute I'm doing crazy things with the business and stuff and it's a lot going on and um for me in those times it's singing Uh, if my husband hears that he'll yeah he'll laugh because he hates my singing but I just need to you know Mariah Carey the moment and belt things out and then it just kind of releases all stress and that's how I kind of deal with things (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yeah no absolutely I like I like to sing and I think everything created no matter what you do it sort of re- releases the endorphins doesn't it makes you feel a lot better so I think that's one of the reasons I've got into creative um projects really but I've always been creative but since like my mum's died I've really needed something to kind of boost my moods and you know just um give me a new focus really yeah uh, so no I think that's such an amazing idea I've never heard anything close to it I think oh thank you no I think you're probably undervaluing it I'll, I'll yeah give you Denise boosted afterwards <laughs> oh thanks yeah I was kind of thinking is it gonna work I'm not sure but it's been an idea I've had for ages and I thought just run with it I've nothing to lose um it's exciting um I don't think there's anybody really done anything like this and no can you imagine if you are a woman who's a size 32 and you know, she can't go in the high street and, you know, she's got the selection of, you know, three yeah. or four things that she can buy and, and you come yeah. along and you, you're picking up something from the high street and making it so accessible to her in a kind of a unique way that she's not wearing the same, same yeah, definitely. thing as every other 32, size 32 woman in the whole yeah, country. Exactly. And um, I have, like, um, some friends and family uh, members who are, like, on the larger ladies and um, they all sound they all say the same that a lot of like the bigger sizes they're all oh, I don't know it's where okay. you've gone um, <laughs> yeah a lot of um, ladies are saying like the biggest um, size ladies they find that all the clothes are the same you know like quite 
frumpy and a lot of my friends are quite younger as well so they're like frumpy very expensive and so that was an idea as well because I thought you know it's difficult for um curvier ladies shall we say that like can't necessarily find an outfit that's like on trend or for their own age group so I thought oh that would be something I could look at as well but um cater for everyone and then it's like affordable as well but helping the environment and saving the customer money yeah I, I find in business if you cater for everyone you cater for no one so at some point once yeah. you've kind of figured out what makes you happy you're going to have to pick the niche that works for you and I okay. think speaking to you it sounds very much like that's a really good niche that you could get into having yeah. said that if you picked any other niche, I would be on board with it because I love the idea of it. I love that you're taking something that would automatically go to landfill or be sold, you know, in some, you know, five bit warehouse um, yeah. and, uh, you know, and be for everyone. And you're making something unique out of it. But I think you're probably on to something really good, catering for the larger woman. Yeah, definitely. I thought that because I've done some research on that and a lot of the like... Um the uh, businesses for larger ladies they seem overpriced and very similar in the designs as well um yeah a lot of them are quite old-fashioned or you know like it's the same old sort of stuff so I thought something quite different it's a bit younger you know possibly more affordable might be on we might be on something well I think you know you probably find in that category that a lot of things are schmocks and and yeah. elasticated and you know not not formed yeah. yeah or really old-fashioned prints that like young girls aren't gonna want to wear and it's kind of it must be awful but being that size and just you know seeing the same old like old lady style clothes I suppose you know like yeah. so like teenagers or young women aren't gonna want to wear those are they so well, I'm no size eight and there's nothing worse than trying on a, a dress that makes you look like a sack of potatoes, even at my exactly. size. So there's no way if I was my age or younger yeah. and I was larger and if I put something on, there's no way that I'd want it to make me look yeah. any less amazing than I am. Like just like, it, I think I find, I personally find it degrading. I don't think that you should discriminate against somebody's size by making them look any less beautiful than they are yeah and I I feel like sometimes it's it's um you feel insecure enough when you you know you're going somewhere and trying on the clothes and stuff and yeah you're right I don't think just because you're on the larger side you should be made to feel any less beautiful than you are because everyone wants to feel fabulous in a new outfit don't they so well there's a good tagline for your business yeah yeah never thought of that <laughs> so it's constantly a work in progress at the moment I have all these ideas you know that are just coming to my mind I write them down in a journal and then yeah so I'm sort of learning and I just thought at the moment it's good to get out there and network with other people and you know just... but don't ever stop doing that the only thing that I would say is that if you're not ready to niche at the moment kind of think about what makes you happy and go towards that avenue but yeah in that though try to stick with one idea for at least six months so that you're if you just if you're thinking actually this isn't right for me you're making sure that you've explored every part of it and that you've learned from that before you move on yeah because if you're constantly moving then you're not you're not going to learn everything you need to learn from it 
Yeah, but sure. I've been in business for over 10 years and it's evolved massively in that time. I mean, I've, I've gone from, you know, advising the government to um, helping tenants to just helping um, salon owners. And now I've been doing that for a few years and we're going to start doing something in a completely different avenue, helping, you know, just females in a slightly still property but a slightly different niche but that's because I've been doing things and they've organically grown in how I felt as a woman and how I felt as a businesswoman and I've gone towards the things that make me happy so yeah you know keep doing that yeah definitely I I, um I think I will it's just obviously um all new at the moment my business ideas I'm just kind of you know running with different ones just trying to build my group as well which is it's taking a while but I'm hoping it's only been like five months so I'm hoping that um you know it'll build over time and people get to know more about it and you know things like that so hoping that like it, it does tend to it will work out shall we say yeah um, it'll be amazing just grow your audience and you know yeah ask it, them ask those people who would want your help most and they'll they'll tell you yeah like um have you got any advice on like how to build like a network I'm just I'm just wondering because obviously at the moment I've my sales have been not great like I think I've only made one or two and it's just kind of I've never run a business before never you know um worked for myself before because I'm still working full-time at the moment so it's kind of just completely new but yeah. it's something I've always wanted to do yeah so basically what you need to do before you even think about selling anything is make some product take yeah. some good pictures yeah. and engage with your audience so make sure that your make sure your group name demonstrates exactly what you do make sure your group description demonstrates exactly what you do make sure your people in your group are your ideal audience so if you've got you know bob the dickhead coming in and being rude to people he gets booted out straight away like yeah be very clear that the people that are in your group are the people that need to be in your group and chat to them every day about what you're doing about what you're building and don't try and sell to them just get them to tell you what it is that they're looking for because if you talk about how you want things to be sustainable and how you want how you want to reuse and how you want to empower you know curvy women to look beautiful and talk about those things naturally as you are to me now then they're gonna love that and they're gonna think right okay or they're gonna hate it and then they're gonna leave and that's perfect too don't ever be upset about people leaving your group because it's just the trash taking itself out so you just need to encourage the ethos that you're into and discourage people who 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 are not on board with it but I would highly recommend spending some time thinking about the type of person that you want to work with so that you can then cater to that audience yeah that makes sense like I've um I've got all my branding I've had that done so my group and my shop they look the same um and so branding's not about colors and it's not about everything looking the same if you haven't niched down and you don't know who your audience are then you've not done your branding yet right okay 
Um, and in my group, but it's, good, well, it's good to have the same sort of color and everything, so they recognize you. But you don't know what your business is going to be, so you're not ready yet. Right. Okay. Yeah, that makes sense actually when you think about it like that. And when you said about not getting upset about people leaving my group, I've because it's early days and a few people have, I've thought, oh, have I done something wrong? Or no. Personally, but then I thought maybe, like you just said, they may not be on board with what I'm trying to share. Yeah, because you don't want you don't want Topshop Sally, who would never buy something from you, being in your group because it's the numbers just vanity. Yeah, you want if there's 500 people in your group, you you know you can only expect maximum 15 percent of them to be buying from you. Yeah. So you don't want 500 people being in there and 499 of them being in there just because they're your best mate. Like you want just people who are going to buy from you at some point to be in there. The other people, you want them to be telling all of their mates, like this isn't my sort of thing, but you know, it, this is definitely your sort of thing. Come and see this stuff. It's amazing. Yeah. Well, that's a really good idea. Like I've shared a couple of videos, you know, um, about... Um, the importance of upcycling and things that I find interesting um, that are related to my business. And I've had quite a few likes on it, a few comments saying thanks for sharing and stuff like that. So it's not all about like, oh, buy this, buy this. So I kind of, I also add in there like gratitude, which I'm really into. Um, you know, yeah, like, too. yeah, like things like um, how to improve your mental health. So I've tried to like include things that if I was looking for a group, um, I'd want think oh you know that that's going to help me today or like I don't, so it's not all for me about the group's hardly anything to do with me selling stuff it's more about a, trying to create like a community of like-minded women that are interested in the same things as I am and yeah, that that's because your ideal client is traditionally about 80% you and 20% yeah. of who you wish you were right yeah that's oh I never knew that yeah that's interesting um so, yeah, so when people leave, they're obviously not on board with what we're trying to achieve. Yeah. So when you think about it like that, it's not actually, I shouldn't be upset about, you know, the people the people leaving because obviously they're not really interested in what the businesses or the group's trying to create. No. No, not at all. I think my recommendation would be to you is to, sit down and work out where you want to be with that business and as a person in 10 years time and work backwards from there and then say to yourself well where where do I want to be in five years time then so I can get to that stage in in you know 10 years where would that mean I'd be in three years right okay then in a year's time this is what I want to hit how am I going to hit that and then make a plan for for what I'm going to do in these next 12 months to get me to that stage in a year I, for me in order to be able to do that and I'm not sure if you're ready yet you'll have to work that out yourself but for me you'll you'll have to know the client that you're looking for your ideal client first before you can go towards that right okay so niche down until your butt squeaks <laughs> so just maybe get a journal and write all these ideas down and yeah and journal every day like every day write down you know where you want to be and, and what your three steps, five steps, whatever makes you comfortable, what your three steps or five steps today are to get you there. And just yeah. keep doing that every single day because it's just slow steps every single day. Yeah. Because there'll be, and, and I've been doing this for 
over 10 years now and there are days when I absolutely and days and weeks probably when I absolutely just don't want to do it anymore it's too scary I'm too tired I've got kids I've got a house I've got blah 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 you know and I've got multiple businesses so it just becomes overwhelming sometimes and I just want to lie in bed and not do anything and and I've been doing this for ages so I know not to do it but you feel like that and that's what you want to do but usually when you feel like that it's because you're about to do something amazing and what I said yeah my friend said to me today that she was feeling like that she just wanted to hide away and I said to her it's because you're about to do something amazing and because because that's you know what your body says to you you know conserve energy conserve energy look after yourself look after yourself you just need to constantly say to yourself every morning, I'm about to do something amazing because at some point within, you know, a day, a week, whatever it is, you will wake up one, one morning and you'll go, and today's the day. And you, know, you don't know what day that's going to be, but you, you yeah. sometimes you just need to keep doing it every single day until it's the day that you're going to shine, it's the day you're going to fly. Okay. Yeah, that's a really good, um, good piece of advice, which I'm going to start from tomorrow. Um, that's my yeah. bell. Yeah, because I feel like that sometimes. I think, oh, it is too scary, you know, trying to uh, run a business alongside um, a full-time nine-to-five job. Shall I just stick to that? It is scary to do. Oh, but then I think, well, if you don't try it, you never know, will you? So you just got to gotta try. What's the worst thing that could happen? It not work, and then at least I can say I tried. But what's the worst thing that could happen? If it didn't work, what's yeah, the worst thing that could happen? Yeah, I don't think there would be. I don't know, no, really. No, the only person that would care would be you, and you'd have to make that choice yeah, as to whether or not you cared. Yeah, definitely. It's um, something I'm really passionate about, though. So, you know, um, upcycling and everything like that, um, giving back to the environment and helping out the charities as well. So that's sort of sparing me to carry on with it, even if I think, oh, it's really hard. I've just got to let it's all a learning experience. So I think, why not? go for yeah, it absolutely I love I love the donation to char- charity as well I think you should you know very much lead with that because it's really important to people in this yeah. day and age and especially was, was it a hospice or something that um, yeah it, it, well it's two charities that I split um between St Catherine's Hospice which is our local hospice that looks after my mum when she was um dying she had ovarian cancer and then the other one I choose to support is Target Ovarian Cancer they um they fund a lot of the research um and things into it because up until mum we found out my mum had cancer I've never really heard much about um target ovarian cancer it's like you hear about all the other cancers don't you like breast cancer testicular cancer the more common ones but like ovarian cancer you never hear much about and then often when it's diagnosed it's too late and yeah it's too late said, yeah it was like but when they found out my mum had um, ovarian cancer she was already at stage four yeah um so she had no chance of survival really so that sort of spared me um on to help the charities because especially with lockdown and covid this year the um hospice has lost a lot of money in terms of the support they would get from the big fundraising events they have they've all had to be cancelled so I thought I'd try and do my bit that way and even if I don't like make a lot of sales this year it's just getting the um, awareness of the charities out there as well um, like I share the videos and things in my group so that my the ladies in my group can find out a bit more about the charities and then with the hope from there they'll visit the charities and maybe make a donation or get involved themselves um, yeah so it's for me it's not just about like making the money I know in business that's what you do you, you no it, actually I, I, that's that's such a 
a mistake in business you can't uh, so what I say on a lot of the podcasts is um, running your own business is choosing which 16 hours a day you work and you yeah. can't you can't work like that if you don't love what you do and you can't yeah. work like that if there isn't a purpose and yeah. like I was saying to you that I've been doing this for 10 years and I've gone through a journey of you know what I've done yeah. I used to work for the landlord and I was you know amazing at negotiating and I loved it and I thrived on it and I I, I love being good at what I do um but I was always making money for big businesses and it okay. felt soul destroying because it was at the detriment of small business that so it was at the detriment of tenants and yeah. um and that's why I do work for tenants now because I want to balance the what I feel isn't right and I couldn't have carried on working 16 hours a day helping landlords forever because it it kills you and you know you don't have the energy for it anymore but when you're doing something you love and it's for a purpose you can carry on working like that for such a long like period yeah you have like to love what you do yeah exactly and this this like business even though it's in the like idea stage I do love it already like I love being in the good like um participating in the group and you know generating that network of ladies I really enjoy it and yeah for me it's about like giving something back because I find in life anyway my mum's always taught me to be like a kind person and so I always try and help others where I can as cliche as that sounds no I'm not a people pleaser but I very much wave the flag of be kind yeah I mean my my full statement is be kind or fuck off but I very much think that everyone should be kind (laughs) yeah I love that well I just I just don't think it takes effort I think if you're just a nice free yeah if it should yeah exactly should absolutely be for free and I just think you know my life isn't to make somebody else happy but I'm definitely going to always do everything with kindness and that's evolved over life as well I mean I I wouldn't say that I've always been that way Mm. either not that I would step on people to get anywhere but I was very much you know didn't really think about have what the words I used and the way I said things so definitely yeah. think about that more now but you know that's life and that's getting older and that's figuring out who you are as a person everyone thinks you do that by the time you're 15 but you know maybe I'm only 15 <laughs> yeah maybe yeah anyway we're coming to the end of the podcast um Laura and I do uh, tell everyone where they can find you first okay um so you can find me on Facebook my group is called forget me not um creating something beautiful while helping the earth that's a private group but everyone's welcome to join and then my shop on Facebook is called forget me not by Laura B um and feel free to have a look I will be uploading lots more stock over the coming weeks so yeah but feel free to join my group it'd be lovely to have more ladies in there Awesome. I love that. So we end all of the podcast with the eight mile moment. So I don't give a shit what anyone thinks about me. I love Eminem and I love the movie The Eight Mile. And he does all of his rap battles by saying all the worst things about him. He's skinny, is white, his mum lives in the trailer. So that his opponent can't say anything bad back to him. So, Laura, what are the worst things about you? Uh, the worst things about me are I'm impatient. I, am, I, I put myself down way too much, second guess myself um and yeah other than that yeah I put everyone else's needs before my own and um what else is there about me I think you're gonna I think you're gonna need some Denise therapy here aren't you I'm gonna have to definitely (laughs) not allowing that yeah (laughs) I need to be a badass woman but I I, uh yeah I just 
yeah, I always second guess myself and I, I really shouldn't because I've got it inside me to do it. So, And you're amazing and that's just who you're going to be. Oh, thank you. Anytime. So um, thank you for being on the podcast. And as always, if you want to be on the podcast or you want to sponsor a podcast, you can contact us at info at find-surveyors.co.uk. Thank you so much for being on the podcast, Laura. Say goodbye. Thanks. Bye, Denise. Thanks for having me. Bye. Bye.